0: Good fucking morrow, everybody! This is the Darker Side of Midnight. I am Matt Blaze, producer and board-up of The Other Side of Midnight with Frank Murano With me, as always, he is the executive producer of The Other Side of Midnight and the overnight news anchor, the one, the only Alex Barnard. Oh, wait a minute. Where is Alex Barnard? Oh, how about this? Join me as always, he is the associate producer of The Other Side of Midnight. He is the telephone talent coordinator, the phone screener, the overnight sports anchor, the one, the only, we call him the runway model, Kenneth. No Kenneth. No Alex. No Ken. Where the fuck are these two? Oh, it's President's Day. So the two chooches decide... They're going to take off. They're going to leave. Now, Ken left because he didn't want to miss a train. Oh, the train is on holiday schedule. The next train is until 730. I said, we have a podcast to do. You got to stay. You want to be in this? You want to do this podcast? You got to stay and wait for the train. So the train's coming at 730. So what? We have a chance to be on the air, doing this podcast. I shouldn't say to be on the air. It's just doing a podcast, and you don't want to be here? So he takes off. So guess who could do the podcast with me? Oh, Alex Barnard. Alex can do the podcast. Alex doesn't need a train to catch. Alex lives 15 minutes away. Alex takes a car, gets an Uber. Why isn't he here? Oh, you know why? Let me tell you why. Another chooch. So, today, because it's President's Day, Lou Ruffino, who is, of course, the board op for Sid and Friends, Lou took off today. Now, Sid is here. He did not know. He thought Sid was going to be off. So, he had put in a few weeks ago that he was going to take off President's Day because he thought Sid was going to be off as well. Well, Sid is here. And even if Sid wasn't here, it wouldn't matter. Uh, They need somebody to do the early news with Noam Layden. And since Lou wasn't here, I had to sit in and do the early news. So because I had to do the early news, chooch number one, which would be Alex Barnard, he didn't want to wait till the early news was done so then we could do the podcast together without Ken. So, Ken, at least I knew when I came in at 9 p.m. Sunday night, Ken says, oh, you guys are going to have to do without me because my next my train's not until 7.30. I don't want to wait. Uh, you know, if we do the pod at 5, 5.15 like we usually do, that means I'd have to wait for an hour and a half for the train. I said, like, oh, come on, man. All right. All right. You don't want to wait. Uh, what am I going to do? Force the kid to wait? You don't want to wait. You want to take off? You don't want to wait and do the podcast? Fuck it. Go ahead. Do whatever you want. Get the fuck out. We don't need you. I'll do it with Alex. So then it comes down. I didn't know Lou was off. So when Justin Ellick comes in early in the morning preparing for Sid and Friends, he comes in and he says, hey, can you do, Lou's not in. He's like, can you do the board for the early news? I said, yeah, sure, no problem. And then I see Alex. Alex did his little hit. With, with noam laden in the beginning of the early news and before that alex said to me yeah i'll stay yeah well i'll do it I'll, i could stay till six and then we'll do the podcast okay cool well sure enough alex does his little hit with noam laden he does his little story he's done within five minutes he comes into me and says yeah i'm leaving I'm, I'm i'm bailing on you i said you're bailing on me Where are you going? You can't wait to do this podcast. This podcast that we waited for months, this was talked about, remember, Curtis first talked about this podcast in September. Sid was talking about the podcast, I think November, December, somewhere in that time. And we had to go through a lot of different channels before we finally were able to do the podcast. Now, within the last couple of days, we talked about it on the other side of midnight. We've talked about it in Frank's the fans and haters group on Facebook. It's Morano fans and haters. If you're not in the group, you want to join the group. We talked about it there, and now we're starting to get some more traction. And the first day, the first day these guys get traction, they think they could take off. I don't take off. I'm here. I just worked an extra hour on the early news, and I'm still here by myself doing the podcast. I said, I don't need these two chooches. I'll do it myself. I don't need them. And I can show you that I don't need them. I know what I'm doing. You think I need those two to put in their little two cents? That's all it's worth. Two cents. That's what they're both worth. Each worth one penny. Chooch one and chooch two. One cent apiece. I don't need. I can do it alone. So you don't want to do the podcast? Get out. Go ahead. You want to go home and go to bed? Go ahead. Go home and go to bed. I'm fine with it. Who the fuck needs you? Do it without you. So last night, oh, well, you know, let me let me do my intro. See, I got all worked up. I got all worked up, and I forgot to do my proper intro to the darker side of midnight. This is the darker side of midnight, where we, but today it's where I, talk about what Frank Morano talked about this morning on the other side of midnight. Today is February 20th. It is now 6.17 in the morning. And here's where we talk about uh, what Frank didn't tell you last night. We talk about what Frank talked about the topics. We talk a little bit about Frank. We give our opinions. And today, it's I give my opinion because my two chooches they didn't want to stay. I'll give my opinion about what Frank talked about in the prior or last night's show. Now, one of the first things he talked about was this Charlie and the Chocolate Factory. Rodal is how you say his name. He's the author. And how they are now, the publisher is changing some of the names or I should say the descriptions in the book because the terms are offensive. You know what terms offensive? Fat. You're not allowed to call Augustus fat. You're not allowed to call the Oompa Loompas tiny and knee high. You got to just call them small and you can't call them men. You got to call them people. This is utterly ridiculous. I agree with what Frank said about this. It's just so stupid. This is how the books were written. Why are you now changing these classic stories? And everybody's seen the movie, at least the first one. I never watched that Johnny Depp nonsense. I watched the original Charlie and the Chocolate Factory, Willy Wonka, whatever they fucking call it. Every year, before there was before there was a streaming and even cable and VHS, you, you, every year you look forward to two things they showed once a year, and that was The Wizard of Oz and Willy Wonka and the Chocolate Factory or Charlie and the Chocolate Factory, or I think it was Willy Wonka. So the fact that they're now changing these classic books is utterly ridiculous, and I don't, I don't agree with it. And look, if you don't want to read the story, don't read the story. Frank said it. If you don't like it, don't read it. It's insane that they are actually changing the language in these older titles. Why would you do that? Why are you taking classic classics and messing with it? You, are you bending to all these offended people? All of a sudden calling somebody fat is offen- offensive? Guess what? Call me fat. I don't care. You know why? Because I'm fucking fat. I am. I look at myself I think I'm fat. And you, you think it's derogatory to call somebody fat? You don't like it? Do something about it. Lose some weight. I don't get offended. Well, I mean, I get upset because I know it's true. I can take it. People need to, in this world, in any world that we've lived in, and and, and it's a new world now, right? You, everything's a new world because everything's offensive. The list of offensive words is growing by the minute. And now you can't say fat. Now you can't say tiny. You can't say knee high, which is the way they describe the Oompa Loompas. Now you got to call them small people. You can't say tiny. It's absurd. It's insane. I mean, I don't even want to see them. If they ever make a remake of Willy Wonka, it's going to be horrible. Who wants to see? I want to see the classics. Why can't they just leave it alone? Who Who is calling for this? Nobody. That's the thing. Nobody's even complaining about it. Now, I guess you could say the publisher does these things, and look. We talk about it, right? It gets press. And now, if they ever do another remake, who knows what they'll do. Forget about it. It won't be Charlie in the Chocolate Factory. It'll be like Charlene in the Chocolate Factory. Or Charlie will be a, a, a little girl instead of a little boy. And they keep changing these things. And look, why? Why do you have to mess with something and reimagine it? Why do things have to be reimagined? They were great the first time. We don't need a reimagining of Charlie and the Chocolate Factory. We don't need you taking out words like fat. Because maybe this will inspire someone to get off their fat ass and do some exercise and get in shape if they don't like that they have a fat ass. It's as simple as that. So I agreed with Frank on this one. And now we're talking about this weight loss. He's talking. He talked about this uh, Azempic. This this stuff that is made for diabetes, but people are now taking it for weight loss. And look, we know that there is a big obesity problem in this country that has gotten worse over the years. And I, and it has to do with preservatives put in food. It has to do with. All of these different new food items that come out that they put aspartame in a lot of these foods that are supposed to make you hungry. You know, remember the old uh, Lay's chips, the Lay's potato chip commercial? You can't eat just one. Yeah, they put shit in there, so you can't just eat one. That You just want to keep eating more and more to keep you hungry. Like they always talk about the MSG. They, they, they keep you hungry to keep you f- wanting to eat more and more and more. And now we have an obesity problem. We have a child obesity problem that we never had. You go back and look 40 years ago and go look at 40, 45, 50-year-old pictures. There's Kids weren't fat back then. I remember when I watched watching TV as a kid and uh, you watched Archie Bunker, all in the family. And you look and you go, wow, Archie Bunker was a fat guy. At least as a kid, I remember him being fat. Now I watch those same episodes now. I go, huh. He wasn't really that fat. You look at a guy like, uh, well, I was going to say Jackie Gleason, Ralph Cramden, he was kind of fat. Even back then, for those standards, he was a fat guy. But compared to then, most people were thin. And, and I remember we, we – Frank mentioned this, I think, last week at some point when we talked about this, that if you go back and look at, say, your pictures in grade school – It was like maybe in your class you had maybe one fat kid. Maybe in the whole grade, depending on how big your grade was, how many kids, you had like two, three kids that were obese, if that. People weren't obese. Yeah, you had a chubby because you still have a little baby fat on you. But that was it. So nowadays, we have a huge obesity problem. So now Zempic, which was made for diabetes, they're now using it to cure weight loss or to, I should say, cure weight gain. Because it makes you not want to eat. And you have all these celebrities and all these people are taking Ozempic. And now the people that have diabetes that need this diabetic medication can't get it. Because all these people that want the quick fix to lose weight are taking Ozempic. And it's insane to me. It's ridiculous. Look, I have struggled with my weight. I I have probably really all of my life. I was never a skinny kid ever. Maybe when I was five. But I was always what they call husky. I wasn't, like, fat, like, real fat, but I was definitely not skinny. And at the time when my friends were really skinny, when we were 14, 13, 15 years old, whatever we were back then, I was never skinny ever. And I always had to be on, like, some sort of diet because I didn't want to become this fat kid. And it's funny because my dad was six foot one and 150 pounds for most of his life up until, you know, he, he died 10 years ago. But even then, he maybe was 175 pounds and six foot one. But he was 150 pounds. He was like a string bean. I did not get those genes. I wish. Um, so I always had a struggle and watch what I eat. And now here's the thing. There's you have to eat right. It's not about the quick fix. It's not about taking some injections and just eating everything you want and losing weight. Because what's gonna What are you gonna take these injections for the rest of your life? You have to learn how to eat properly to maintain the weight loss. It's all about maintaining. Losing, yeah, you go on a diet for two months, three months, four months, whatever it is, you lose a whole bunch of weight, but now you got to maintain that weight. And if you go back to eating like you did before, you are going to gain the weight back. It's as simple as that. So Ozempic, they talk about it being a quick fix. You take it, then what do you do? You can take this crap forever. You don't know the long term effects, if there's gonna be any. I mean, they listen. Every one of these drugs goes through a whole laundry list of side effects that can possibly happen to you, and it's always like death. It's always like you can break out in hives, or you can have uh, problems uh, sleeping. You could have pain, aches, uh, headaches, dizziness, death. I mean, it's ridiculous. All of these side effects that they have all the time. But people, they want to lose weight, and they'll do it at any cost. They don't care. Well, now the people that really need the medication, that are diabetic, that need this Ozempic, they can't get it. They can't get it. There is so much weight loss, so many weight loss products out there. Just try one of those. You can't find something else. you got to take Ozempic. And then they go, they're losing so much weight that their face starts to the, the drawls in their face, and now they the, the the flabby skin. And now they're, they're doing things to get rid of the flabby skin where they're getting uh, injections in their face. It's filler. I mean, that's, that's crazy. If you want to lose weight, do it the proper way and start eating right. Stop eating crap. Stop eating junk food. That's the only way. And since we're on the topic of diabetes, um, and I, I took note of this, which I thought was kind of odd, And I'm only saying this, Frank has this diabetic cat that they have to give special food to now. And the cat doesn't like the food. So the cat's not eating the food. So now you got the cat, doesn't want to eat the food, right? At the same time, Frank also mentioned his son Carmine and how Carmine, they're trying to transition Carmine off the bottle to the sippy cup. But Carmine doesn't want to drink out of a sippy cup. But when they give him the bottle... He drinks from the bottle. And I'm thinking, you got the kid, doesn't want to drink a sippy cup. You got the cat, doesn't want to eat diabetic food. What's going on in that household? They, they can't get a handle on on feeding, how to properly wean people or animals off of one thing and to the other thing? So, with the cat, I, I would think the best way to do it is you take some of the regular cat food and mix it in with the diabetic cat food right until eventually you wean the cat off of the regular food you start putting less and less to get the cat used to it all animals get used to a certain kind of food you can't just give it to them right away my dogs when i my dogs eat the same food that they've always eaten And if I have to change the food for whatever reason, because of of diabetes or some something else that happens, that I have to change the food, you gotta do it gradually. You give it a little bit at a time in order for them to get used to this new food. Now, in terms of carmine and the sippy cup, look, it comes a point in time when you gotta get stern, right? You get stern, you say, listen, you drink out of the cup, or you don't drink at all, period. That's what my mother did to me. My mother sat me down for dinner and said, here's what we're eating. And if I went, I don't like it. My mother said, you know what? You don't like it. You either eat this or you have nothing. No choices. She didn't say, oh, you don't like that. You know what? Let me make you something else. Oh, no, 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 no. This is what we're eating. And if you don't like it, you don't eat. So there's going to come a point in time that I think that's what Frank and Rachel need to do with karma and say, listen, listen. Listen, Carmine, listen, Carm, you don't want to eat, you don't want to drink out of the sippy cup, you're not going to drink. you got to drink the sippy cup. Now, again, there's got to be this weaning off. Give it to him a little bit, here, back and forth. But there has to come a point when you say, look, no more bottle. You're a big boy now. Big boys drink out of the sippy cup. This has to be done. Otherwise, Frank even said he's going to have a 35-year-old drinking out of a bottle, or a 10-year-old, or he's going to always be drinking out of a bottle. You got to do these things. Look, and it's tough. Sometimes, you know what they say, tough love. Oh, you don't want to drink out of the uh, sippy cup? Guess what? You don't drink, period. End of story. You got to take care of business at some times. Now, the other thing that Frank keeps mentioning, you know, let me go to this first. So Frank does presidential trivia. Today we're going to do some presidential trivia. We haven't done that in a while. Thank God. I mean, if you, I, 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 I don't, I'm not into presidents. I'm just not. And look, if you're doing presidential trivia, Frank is acting like he's the authority on presidential trivia. He knows everything there is to know about presidents. Let me tell you something. This guy got 95% of the questions wrong. 95%. And a lot of the questions, when he said, when when the person asked a question, and Frank just goes, I have no idea. Give me the answer. I don't know. I don't know. And I'm thinking in my head, why don't you just take a guess? Whenever we play the $1,000 minute and somebody doesn't know the answer, you say, take a guess. Now, you know it's presidential trivia, right? So take a guess. You never know. You might be right of what you're thinking. He didn't want to guess. So this guy can't even follow his own advice. Hypocrite, as usual. Nothing new there. But what I found interesting is this guy who claims to be Mr. President of Trivia don't know jack shit when he gets 95% of the questions wrong. I, I was amazed at this. Now, I was even more amazed... When, during this presidential trivia, the question, or I I don't know how they they asked it. I I can't remember when um, Janice, it was Janice who told Frank that there is a picture of John Wilkes Booth at Lincoln's second inauguration. And Frank was, that cannot be true. I mean, if I played this cut, of frank the soundbite of frank proclaiming there's no possible way this ever happened no way there's a picture of this i don't have it handy i i don't do that i don't have a week like curtis and avery do to get these cuts of frank and write the script about what i want to say but if i played you these cuts you would hear Frank saying, there's no way I would have known about this. How could I not know? Because he's the presidential authority on all things president. Meanwhile, the guy couldn't get 95% of these questions right. He's he, he is the president. Enough that he wants to do trivia. You know, stump Frank. It wasn't really that hard to stump Frank. Got to be honest. I mean, since I don't, I'm trying to remember, since I've been doing this show with Frank, which is now, a year and a half. I don't know if we ever did presidential trivia. I don't I don't think so. We might have. But the fact that you're doing presidential trivia, you would think that, all right, maybe one or two questions, three questions, you might not know the answer. But majority of the questions, you have no idea. And you make this giant proclamation about there's no way. John Wilkes Booth and Lincoln in a photo together. That couldn't have never. How could I know? How could I have never heard about this? I would know all about this. There is absolutely no way this could be true. No way, no how. Well, guess what? It is true. Not only is it true, Alex, the choo-choo's not here, found that it was a real picture and found the picture. And I within 2 seconds looked it up. Because you can look these things up online. You could say, is this true or not? And look, nowadays, there's Photoshop. I got to look at the picture. Let's see what it is. Well, I see this article from Time Magazine from, like, 2014 that talks about this family the Cunhard family that are like these Lincoln historians, and they have all of these Lincoln artifacts. And one of those artifacts is this picture of John Wilkes Booth at Lincoln's second inauguration. And now, of course, Frank now has to downplay it because he looks like a schmuck, like an idiot, because he proclaimed that there's no way this could have been true because I would have known about this. No way. He looks like a moron because it is true. And there was this family, the Cunhardt family, that are historians uh, that have tons and tons of Lincoln artifacts. And in fact, it is true. And Frank downplays this by saying, well, there was 10,000 people there. And, 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 and it's no wonder out of all these people, it's not that a coincidence that, that John Wilkes Booth was there. But all these other people were there that he went to the inauguration. Big deal. It's not like they were standing next to each other and Lincoln had his arm around John Wilkes Booth and they were taking a picture together. No, no, no. I mean, so what? So he was in a crowd. No, that's not what you said, man. Now you say that to save face because you look like a moron when you sit there and proclaim there's no possible way this happened. No way. I would have known about this. Well, guess what, Frank? Apparently, you didn't know. That Lincoln's killer, the murderer who killed Lincoln, was in a picture with him. And so what if it was at the inauguration? So what if there was tons of people there? The point is that a month, I think it was a month before he shot him, he was in range of shooting him at the inauguration. He could have shot him. That is, that's the story there. It's not that, all. Well, there was 10,000 people. There was so many people there. Oh, what's the big deal? Oh, of course he would have gone to the inauguration. That's not a coincidence. You know, it's kind of, of, of somewhat of a big deal that the guy who killed the president of the United States was at his inauguration and could have killed him then. And maybe he was scoping it out. Maybe he would have shot him if, the, uh, if he felt the time was right. I don't know. But to try and downplay it because you didn't know the answer or didn't know that this picture existed is insane. You, we should take away any we should take away that you can't do presidential trivia anymore, period. i mean, next time Frank wants to do presidential trivia, I'm gonna say, uh-uh, you need to go read up a little bit more about your presidents. At least the really popular ones. You want to give me facts about these no-name presidents and people hardly know anything about and spew off nonsense? Go ahead. But if you don't know something like John Wilkes Booth in the same picture as Abraham Lincoln at his second inauguration, you don't deserve to be hosting or trying to stump Frank at presidential trivia. Those days are gone now because how could you not know this? This was a gimme. Now, the other one that he couldn't get, and he, oh, this is how I know I'm tired. This is how I know I didn't get enough sleep, was when somebody called up and said, name the two presidents that have X's in their name. Not only could he not name them, he had no idea, didn't even give a guess. We talked about both of them. Nixon and uh, Polk, whose middle name was Knox. James K. Polk. That's who it is. So you have Nixon and James K. Polk. I mean, I'm not up on my presidents. I'm not the one who's claiming that I know everything there is to know about presidents. So he couldn't get either of the presidents that had the X in their name. James K. Polk. The K stood for Knox. Didn't know Nixon. Again, This is an easy question, Frank. This is a give me in presidential trivia. You should know this. And I'm sure if we ever do it again, which I'm going to suggest we never do it again, if you couldn't get the the, the two presidents have X's in their name, one of them being Richard Nixon, and the other one being James K. Polk, who you always say is like your favorite president. I mean, you talk about it all the time. You made it a priority to get the James K. Polk song by They Might Be Giants. You made it priority to get that song that I played. But yet, you didn't know that the K stood for Knox? Come on, man. How do you not know this? How do you not know this? So that was some of the stuff that Frank talked about last night. I'm going to end this. The two chooches... As you can tell, I don't need them. I'm fine without them. I could do this all by myself every single day. I'm at 30 minutes. I could talk for another hour if I wanted to. So I don't need chooch one and chooch two to to interrupt what I'm doing. So they don't want to come in tomorrow. Fuck them. Who needs them? So this is the Darker Side of Midnight podcast that you are listening to. Go listen to The Other Side of Midnight with Frank Murano and you can compare what I said today to what Frank said last night, the same show, February 20th. So you want to subscribe to both podcasts so you'll get them every day and you'll never miss a podcast. So like we always, oh, you know what I got to do? I got to do the dumbest thing Frank said today. Let's see. What do we have that was the dumbest thing Frank said today? Here it is. You know whatever 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 floats your boat. There you go. So we end it this way as we do every day. Your influence counts. Have your pets spayed or neutered.